And welcome back inside the Sports Hour. I hope your morning's going well. It's Monday morning. It's the day after the big week two NFL action. The fourth down conversion by Lamar Jackson is the talk of the town today. Uh, as as I mentioned, the Chiefs, the Ravens, beating the Chiefs last night, and uh, you know by the score of thirty six to thirty five, but. I guess there was a conversation about whether or not to go for it on fourth down. Lamar Jackson said to his coach, Harbaugh, let's go for it. And he did. And he did. And he did it. And that's why, as I mentioned earlier, you will see Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes in the running many years down the road here. That, that These two are the rising stars. Of the AFC right now, and uh, should be fun to see, because they're very young too. You know, uh, very fun to see. But I want to get to baseball because I did something very funly yesterday. I got to go to Yankee Stadium in the afternoon, and then the nightcap for the Mets. Now, of the Jets, Mets, and Yankees all playing in New York, you'd think the actual winner yesterday would be the Yankees, wouldn't you? But nope, it was Eddie, Rod, Eddie Diaz closing the door on the Phillies for a save and to salvage the three-game set against the Phils at City Field. But went to the Yankee game to see the Indians' final time as the Cleveland Indians. Uh, they will be the Guardians next year, but that was the final time in the stadium as the Indians. Then went up, went out to City Field uh, with some friends, my girlfriend, and a couple others that uh, all went to you know same high school and whatnot. It was a great day, and a great night. Game wise, Yankees losing eleven to one, looking totally lackluster is worrisome. Okay, Garrett Cole putting up a dud in a very crucial matchup on a Sunday in the Bronx in September. And a playoff push is worrisome. Now, he has given it his all this year. Remember that 129-pitch affair where he had beaten the Texas Rangers? Complete game shutout. I think it was a one-hitter. I could be wrong. But what a masterpiece he did that night. And actually, I think that was against Houston. I think that was against Houston. Anyway, what a masterpiece. But here's the deal. Yanks wake up today having lost, you know, two in a row to the Indians. They wake up today looking on the inside, looking on the outside, looking in, one and a half back in the playoffs. Uh, playoff hunt. The Blue Jays are uh, were expected to beat the Twins, and they did. Red Sox expected to beat the Orioles, and they swept them. Five in a row. So, when are the Yankees going to turn the gears on? How is it a bazillion dollar payroll just cannot beat Cannot beat an Indians team 
that is one game under 500 granted. But they're under 500. They're under 500. Why is that allowable? How is it the Orioles can come into the stadium and win two out of three? See, long night. Sorry about that. Two out of three a couple weeks ago. But now they face the Texas Rangers, who are at 55 and 94. And I will say this right now. As many fireable offenses as there have been, losing to a team with that record too, I guess even one game, but two games, would be uh, unacceptable. It would be... You're, um, yeah, I don't know. I would say irresponsible, but you know, a lot of this also doesn't fall on Aaron Boone. The responsibility falls on the players. They're not communicating, they're not fielding, they're not even hitting. I don't, I don't think they even really had a runner in scoring position yesterday. The last two games, even. And when they do have runners on, they hit the double plays. Something's got to be revamped. Something's got to be changed. The players look lackluster. They really freaking do. And as a New York sports fan, you have to hate seeing that. You have to hate seeing that, and as a baseball fan, that this Yankee team that I had pinned to be at 96 wins could barely get to 90. And I don't care if they have another winning season. They could have 50,000 winning seasons. They're not a playoff contender. And it blows my mind that they're not. When you've got Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, Anthony Rizzo. And these guys aren't contending. Okay, they are. But they're not acting like they're contending. Let's put it that way. They're not putting their best foot forward here. They're going to lose 11-1 to to the Indians down a very crucial stretch. Sound off with me. Alex G, NYC1. Alex G, NYC1. Going to have Anthony Fitzgerald on. We're going to have about fall football and adaptive football in Eisenhower Park. See, I want to talk about adaptability too because... As I keep saying, people with disabilities in sports, uh, they deserve to be listened to. They deserve to have fun, too. But the Yankees, the Yankees, losing two out of three. By the way, first game back on the first home, first series back on this homestand. And that's how you come back, losing two out of three. Make it make sense, as someone once told me. Make any of this make sense. All right, and then you have, uh, man, so much on my mind. You have the pitching changes. I mentioned last night, I mentioned that last night when I was at City Field, I noticed 
Luis Rojas, the Met manager, change out pitchers with two outs in the fifth and the sixth. Now, Aaron Loop, who's been a veteran, got the win yesterday. He's 6-0 for the Mets. But I got to tell you, I've got to tell you, watching these pitching changes drives me crazy. Rich Hill is doing okay. Down just 2-0, keeping the Mets in the game. You bring in Familia? <laughs> you bring in Familia? Juris? Familia, who struggled, and yet we're not supposed to boo the Mets because Javi Baez says so. Oh, you're going to thumbs down us. Mets fans should be so scared of that. Mets fans should be worried if that kind of change is happening. But then I felt like I want to look into this more. If you notice a guy being swapped out with two outs, don't be alarmed. So there's this thing called the three batter minimum in Major League Baseball. Where Major League Baseball states that pitchers are required to either face a minimum of three batters in an appearance or pitch the end of the half of an inning. If a pitcher faces one batter to end an inning, he may be removed. But if he is brought back for the second inning, he must face two more batters for a total of three. So how MLB pitcher, MLB managers, I guess, are getting around this rule is uh, the three batter minimum. Is bringing a guy on with two outs to end the inning. It's a waste of an arm. Because why would you want that? But to bring a guy on to start the inning or even with one out, the guy can be taken out if he gives up a bomb, even after facing two batters. So I believe the two batter, the three batter minimum has really leashed managers into trying to call this game a little more wiser. Krisky, the Yankee uh, rookie pitcher. Four wild pitches in one appearance. Four! But he couldn't be taken out because of three batter minimum. That's BS. That is BS. So to reduce all the craziness that could go down if you cannot remove a guy before three batters, you bring him in with two outs in, in an inning. And have him end the half inning. Bring him on maybe for two more batters in the sixth. But, you know, he did his job. Aaron Loop basically uh, pitched yesterday. I'll give you his pitching line at the moment. Loop pitched an inning and a third, winning it. I've taken over for Seth Lugo. But the Mets used, huh, no wonder the game took a little longer. They used six pitchers yesterday. Rich Hill, four and two-thirds. Familia, that one-third. Trevor May, an inning. Seth Lugo, two-thirds of an inning. Loop, one and a third. 
Diaz gets his 30th save. I can't believe that I'm even saying that right now. He's had some crappy outings. But 30th save for Diaz. Amongst all the craziness. And I have to play this bit eventually, but I was kind of tired of the trumpets bringing Eddie Diaz. Take a listen to that. Last time the Sports Hour will hear this for Edwin Diaz this season. God, I wish he had a different introduction. Let's see if he pops in the, uh, you know, signals for a pop-up and then the home run by the Phillies. I'm not that cynical about any DS, but seriously. The hype for this man is crazy. And I'm kind of done with it for 2021. There you go. I wish he had a different introduction next season if he's back. But yes, if you're in a baseball game and you notice an inning in two third, one out, a two out pitching change, that's why. To reduce the risk of a guy coming in with the requirement of three batters needing to face two to end an inning even. And blowing it. At least with one, you have a little more assurance you can get that final out and go to the next inning. But I'm I'm curious to know, and I'll have to do research on this, how many guys have actually done one-third of an inning all season long because of the three-batter minimum. But didn't pick up on this last year because we weren't at the games. We couldn't go. But now that we're back and watching it in person, I'm always picking up the little things in sports, the little details in sports. And that one was kind of an eye-opener last night. But hey, Mets win. Of all the teams in New York yesterday, the Mets win. I could talk to you about the Jets and Zach Wilson and three interceptions all the time. Everybody's going to do that today, but no. You've got to have different topics to talk about here. That's what a true sports show is having different topics to talk about. Hour in and hour out. All right. We'll be back in a little bit with Anthony Fitzgerald, Adaptability in Eisenhower Park in Long Island. Feel free to uh, tune in with that, and we'll be back later after these messages, some songs, and, and of course, Alicia Keys kicking us off for Hour 2 next on the Sports Hour with Alex Garrett, partnered with... Can You Dig Sports and Alex Garrett Podcasting. Talk to you soon.